Hi, and welcome to Says Who. My guest today is Michael Silva. He is an artist, he acts, he improvises, writes, directs, and produces, but mostly he loves to be center stage and sharing his sparkle. It's true. Hi. It's true. Hello, Laura. Thanks Thank for having me. Well, thanks for coming in. Well. So let me start off by asking you, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, all right. I'm just a, uh, uh, a young boy from Yonkers with a dream. Yonkers, New York, and uh, came out here about, I don't know, uh, over about a decade ago. <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it's, let's see. Uh, I uh, grew up in, in suburbia, Yonkers, and uh, did all the right things, went to Catholic schools, and uh, because I'm Catholic, and was. <laughs> and I am? I don't know. Do you? Yeah, I've, I've fallen and I can't get up. Um, and so I. I, I I, I went through all that and then find my way into acting, which was, uh, you know, changed the course of my entire life. And, uh, and then eventually brought me out here. And, uh, and now and here's Los Angeles. And Los Angeles, living the dream. Yeah. Living the live. So there you are in Yonkers, as one does. As one does. As a, as a young child. At what mm. point did you go, hey, this is for me. This is acting, by the way. This is for me, not Yonkers. You know, I... I, I, I I was always performing in a way, and um, and I, I always dreamed of it. But coming from I can't blame Yonkers, but just from that time, uh, it's not something that's possible. It's not things that are options. And I had a friend that uh, wanted to be an actor in high school, and uh, I thought it was so noble. I wanted to be an actor too, but. It was him, you know. He mm -hmm. was great, and he was in the play every year. I tried out every year, and um, <laughs> and I I always got a spot on stage crew. So I was painting, well and the, done. I finally got into the chorus of Barnum in our senior year, uh, and you know where they were like, "Does anybody know how to juggle?" And I went, "I do," and I was like, "Great!" I didn't know how to juggle. Of course not. <laughs> and I didn't know there were more options and questions after that. I was just so excited to do things. I could have done anything, but I chose to juggle terribly throughout the whole thing. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and that put the bug in me. And um, but still, it always felt like it was somebody else's dreams, and mm -hmm. I couldn't have it. And um, because it just didn't fit into my world order, you know, it was about school and you know getting a job and and living the life. Uh, that kind of went on through college, and then uh, I got an accounting degree. And uh, so what happened? What what happened? What was what, 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 uh, what happened was um, I graduated. I worked for uh, I was doing auditing for a year because I, I had half of my CPA passed. I just got a um, uh, a scholarship for grad school at the college that I attended, and um, and I didn't declare a major, which is un unheard of. But I just I bullshitted my way through it, and um, and then I had a couple of jobs. My family was going through a different uh, a financial. You know, we had a company. It wasn't doing well. We had a lot of stuff going on, and. It just kind of all came crashing down, and it was in the middle of doing the scholarship and working at um, uh, in accounting. I really, uh, it was like the end of days for me, and uh, I thought, if this is the rest of my life, uh, I, I, you know, I had some <laughs> morbid, not terribly morbid. I just couldn't do that, you know. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like I can't do it, so I had to make a change, and the um, and so. Uh, I took a I backpacked through Europe for two months. Nice. Again, it was somebody else's idea, and it changed my life to know that there were uh, no boundaries, you know. Yeah. And then once I came back and tried a whole bunch of other things, I said, uh, "I'm going to give acting. I've always wanted to give it a shot," and um, and so I went. And funny story is, my friend in high school, we had gone to HB Studios back in the day. We had um, and. 
uh, we audited a class, and I believe it was, uh, oh, I, I, uh, gosh, I'll remember it later when this is over. And, uh, but we audited <laughs> it in a class. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll like, key, yeah. key it down underneath. It was, yes, please. It was terrific. And um, Was it Uta? It wasn't Uta, it was, and it wasn't Charles Nelson Riley. It was uh, another um, fantastic fella and, um, who's uh, pretty stern. And uh, we went there, and we sat in the class, and everybody was so serious, and they were doing classics, and just uh, we went up, and my friend signed up for the class, and I thought, looking next to me, somebody's reading Hamlet, and I'm like, I just want to be on Dynasty. You know? <laughs> I think I covered that. I just want to be on Dynasty. And so uh, it, there was a pause, you know? And then ultimately, when I did go back to, this is a long run-on sentence story, but <laughs> no, I like when it. I finally went back to HB Studios, uh, I was reintroduced to all these plays and things that I felt so dear and the, the world of imagination that we were introduced to by... Um, the public broadcasting system with Mr. Rogers and the Electric Company and all these great avenues that we had where we had to go outside and play and make up stories. And uh, I'm not begrudging the future, let's move ahead, but uh, it's, it, it created this stuff in me and then meeting other people of, of uh, like minds and energy and artistry uh, just uh, sealed the deal. Sealed the deal? So you going to say pushed you off a cliff? Pushed me off a cliff. I mean, I guess there were signs along the way. So. Um, I actually got, I only applied to two colleges, and one was for the business school uh, where, uh, the business college that uh, I got my accounting degree at, and um, and the other one was the School of Visual Arts, oh, the wow. famous uh, one down in the city on 17th Street, and uh, because I was a, I, I painted, I drew, I did all this kind of, uh, you know, all, all this artistic expression, and I was untrained, and I was young, and I remember in my interview, the guy said, well, don't be surprised if you don't get accepted because uh, you don't have any training. <laughs> and uh, um, I mean, we like your stuff, but there's a lot of people that have been trained. And I said, well, then I think that I would be a, you know, a, a, a blank palette, you know, a blank canvas yeah. rather for you, you know, because you get to mold me in the spirit of School of Visual Arts and blah, blah, blah. And, and I gave a great answer. And this is a time I had no self-esteem. I couldn't believe it came out of my mouth. I don't even know I believed it myself because then I got the letter uh, from them and I was accepted. Wow. Yeah. So bullshit you your way through that one as well. I sure did. I sure I did. I see a theme. But they had crushed me in a little bit. and I, I, But more importantly, I crushed myself. I didn't believe that I could do it. And um, so uh, I did go to... The accounting. The, the accounting, which you know worked out in its in a way too, because it gave me a career while I was pursuing the career, and uh, and ultimately once I got into acting, uh, to this day I, I I I don't doodle, I don't paint, I don't draw. You know, it's like it's like if, if I'm sitting there, I, I don't do those things because the artistic expression has you know changed itself in, into all the other creative things that I was really meant to do. You know, so. I'm grateful that I was able to have that kind of skill and ability too when I was younger because I look at this, I was like, wow, wow, amazing. I was pretty good. I wouldn't even pick up a pen because I, who knows if I'm this good anymore, you know? Ah, oh, don't want to disappoint yourself. Jeez Louise, no. So you're in New York. Yes. Because that's where HB is. See how HB I, Studios, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and at some point, obviously, you made your way out here to Los Angeles. I did. What was that decision, or, or was it a slow slide down a slippery hill? It was, you know, uh, it, was, it was not a, well, 
it actually fell into place perfectly. Um, I was in yet another class where people were moving to LA and you know, I had reached everything that I could do in New York at the time. There were, uh, there was Law and Order, Law and Order, Law and Order, Sex in the City, uh, not a lot of New York shows and right. either you were in them or you weren't and they were recycling people well, the time with you know, I was just trying to get an audition, um, but I had done a lot of improv. We were the cabaret darlings of you know the village, and um, I did uh, off Broadway and off off Broadway and off West Broadway, <laughs> and it was uh, I had reached the the height of what I was going to what I felt I was going to do, and I just wanted more uh, commercial film and television opportunities. So my idea was I'm going to go to L.A. Friends were moving. I talked to my uh, teacher at the time who was also a life coach and uh, she's pretty brilliant and uh, her name is Kelly Kimball and she said uh, do you do you know anyone out there do you have a place out there uh, do you have a job out there and I was like no 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 definitely nope. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. oh so it took two years before um, more life changes more things happened and uh, a good pal of mine uh, who had already moved out there said he had a place available Nice. And um, by that point, more people had moved there. Other people I knew had moved there. Uh, so I had friends. I had a space, a place to live. A place and to I land is big. It's, it's big. Yeah. So the, that, that changed everything. It was just kind of when those magical moments happen, you know, I hear them loud and clear. And then I, I went for it. Super scared, but, you know. But did it. Yeah. So here you are in Los Angeles. And I know you as somebody who, um, who lives a full life. You're definitely a working actor and you do a lot of things, but you live a full life. So you're not just a uh, one note, I'm an actor and that's all I do. And when I'm not acting, I'm sitting on my couch waiting. Right. When did you come into that? Or was that something you fully did from the moment you landed? You know, it, it's uh, it's something I came into, you know, and I think age and time and, uh, you know, we, we talk about what a working actor is and, you know, sometimes you're working, sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're paid, sometimes you're not. What makes you successful? And uh, you know, my part of my full life was just being in the creative world. Uh, I don't remember a period of time where I wasn't in a class and uh, of some sort. And right. you know, for community, certainly for, you know, to build up, you know, to keep everything fresh. Um, and and that helped a lot. But it felt like at times <laughs> I'm just I'm just surviving oh, to take on. a class. You know, it's um, but really what it was doing was it was building, you know, my character, my persistence and um, and, and again, my crap. But I had to remember to live outside of the box too, because in your 20s and 30s, you know, hitting it hard in New York is great. You can do 17 things in a day. In LA, if you do one thing a day, you're busy. You're busy, you know? exactly. You're I mean, driving like, the you're one like, thing I a day. I drove there and then I got there and then I did it. And then I had to drive back. You know, you're, you're done. Now it's 8 p.m. Right. <laughs> so, um, Finding the time to do other things and, and, and travel and, you know, maybe date or have a relationship. Um, I started saying yes to, I think in the past I said no to things because I'm like, no, I have to be present for acting. I, oh, I can't leave during pilot season. I, I've never had a period during pilot season that, you know, really required that I be here. You know, um, I just planned a trip for May to go to Europe. And, uh, and I told a friend of mine, they go, oh, my agent said, you know, I can't believe you're leaving in the middle of pilot season. I said, oh, my agent said, have a good time. <laughs> It's like, no, no, go ahead and buy those tickets because that's the one time you'll get an audition. Well, that's what they say. And I kept waiting for that. So I started going on lots of trips. Nothing. 
But I guarantee if you make a plan, that's when things will open up. But um, And then you got to find the flexibility with that, too. And you got to find the people in your life, uh, whether they be partners and friends, that have that flexibility yeah. in their life because that's not always apparent. The family that has that, you know, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm far away from my family. They support everything I do. But if I lived there and then I told them one day, oh, now I'm, I'm not going to, this isn't going to work. Gonna you know, I'm sure they'd adapt. They'd be fine. But um, it's just a little bit easier when you have uh, people who understand that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but going after uh, what you enjoy and, um, and, and filling out those other parts of your life, whether it's travel, um, other skills, you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, uh, going back to painting or things like that, uh, museums, definitely ha having enriched experiences only add to your, your talent and your experience in the craft. So I, I'm, uh, and it makes you happy. Yes. And, and then you, we need a little more happiness in this. There's a lot of, ugh. There can, there can definitely be a lot of, uh, angst yes. in it. Speaking of, of, uh, happiness and things that will fulfill you. Mm. We get to move on to the lightning round. Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay. okay, Michael. Yes. What is the weirdest word in the English language? Farfanugan. What is your favorite flower? I like a, a Gerber taste, oh, a ranoculus. We That's a weird word too. <laughs> You got two weird words. Uh, what, uh, when was the last time you cried? Uh, yesterday, it was probably a commercial. I, <laughs> I cried so easily. <laughs> what are you listening to right now? Um, oh, uh, a podcast, uh, Pod Save America and uh, <laughs> Oprah's Soul Search. What, soul series, I don't know. Scary film or happy ending? Happy ending. Uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, or all of the above? Uh, Netflix, definitely. Hulu, you gotta pay for that, right? I used to have a code. And what was the other one? Amazon, I got that, yeah. All, all, uh, yeah, two out of three. Uh, what book are you reading right now? Um, the Power. What book are you looking forward to reading? Um, the Power. <laughs> I've had it for a while. <laughs> what is your favorite movie ever? Favorite, Young Frankenstein. Uh, what movie do you watch over and over? Uh, Christmas Story, I guess. Oh, a clue. Um, yeah. What's your favorite food? I, uh, my favorite food is food. Um, uh, I guess Italian? Uh, no, I, everything. I, oh, barbecue, meats, things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a popular answer, I'm sure. <laughs> what? Uh, as, uh, on a scale of one to ten, how well do you cook? How well do I cook? Mm -hmm. Oh, I think I'm a. I I think I'm an eight point nine. I'm probably a seven. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. I'll give myself an eight point five. What is your favorite thing to cook? Oh, um, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you wish you could cook but you just can't? Oh, um, let's see. Uh, anything. French, fancy, yeah. Oh, I know how to cook a duck, uh, duck. <laughs> you like the fowl? Fowl, indeed. <laughs> Do you have a tattoo? No. If you did have a tattoo, what would you like it to be? I would love, this is, this is true, if I got a tattoo, I couldn't get a tattoo, because I couldn't, I would just, couldn't stand it, but I would get sleeves, two arm sleeves, 
from here to here. I think they're gorgeous. I'm very uh, attuned to people and their tattoos, um, but I like some with purpose and meaning. Too long of an answer. Go ahead. <laughs> What's your favorite band? Band? Uh, the Go-Go's. What's your favorite song? My favorite song? Um, oh, it changes so much. Let's see. What's my favorite song? Uh, oh, what's that one? I get, um, what's that Justin Timberlake one with the Minions? Can't Stop That Feeling? Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's, yeah, that's my short answer, if I thought about it. Or Bonnie Raitt, I Can't Make You Love Me, but that's sad. No, I, I like anything she does. Next. <laughs> What is the best piece of acting advice you've ever been given? Um, Carol Goodhart, HP Studios, uh, my very first uh, guru, said, uh, we did a scene in class and, and people, uh, she's like, well, I've never gone through that experience. And she said, she turned to the class and she goes, if you don't have any experiences, you need to go out and get them. And I took that as, I took that too literally. <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst piece of advice, acting advice you've been given? Um, to do it like this. What piece of acting advice would you like to give anyone who's just starting out? Persist and, um, and explore and fail and soar. What would you call your autobiography? Uh, probably, uh... <laughs> All right, so they're doing an adaptation of uh, uh, the Michael Silver story. Here. <laughs> I think I'd call it terrific. <laughs> so they're doing an adaptation of terrific, the Michael yeah. Silva story, mm -hmm. and they're um, going to adapt it. Are they going to put it on stage or screen? Uh, it's going to go from uh, screen to stage. Yeah. And who would be playing you? Oh, uh, well, that new kid that is so cute. Levi Miller is a kid that's from Wrinkle in Time. He just, I was like, oh, you know, I think I'd be adorable as him. What? <laughs> What is your secret talent? Um, my secret talent. Um, I can. Uh, I can cook. No, I, and I can draw. Oh, I'm very handy, but I don't tell anybody that because I don't want them to ask me to do things. What's the last handy thing you did? Oh goodness, um, I installed. Uh, oh, I we we. Uh, What's a, you, see, I'm handy, but I don't know what it is, the words for it. But, you know, where you got to stick that, the rotor rooter kind of thing, and then clean the pipe thing, and then pull that crap out instead of paying $150. So, that. Uh, how messy will, stuff. Very messy <laughs> stuff. How will you know that you've made it? Uh, I will be financially secure. What does creativity mean to you? <sighs> An exhale of... Breath. It's just an exhale of being. It's it's uh, being able to create and explore. It's a, it's it's a life source. Were you named after someone? No, my name was picked out of a hat with two other names, Gregory and Scott. Could you imagine me as a Gregory or a Scott? I can imagine you as Michael Gregory Scott. Oh. <laughs> what is the last set you were on? I thought you said the last set I was on. <laughs> this chair. The last set I was on was, um, oh goodness, uh, oh, it was in a car. It was a car and I was um, being carjacked and my wife was, um, yeah, threatened and uh, that he was going to shoot us or something like that from my, I don't know what he wanted. I, I, I just had to... Ooh, that was, was very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, thank you. The frightened face. And frightened face. Uh, what makes you laugh no matter what? Uh, my friends. Uh, what is your favorite color? Green. What's your favorite board game? 
I, I have a... Oh, I love playing Family Business. It's an old game where you're all mobs and then you have to kill each other. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like, you're like, oh, it's awful. If someone were going to write the perfect part for you, oh. what would it be? The Mad Hatter in modern times. What country would you like to visit? I would like to visit, uh, that, that, well, I love France, but I've, I've been there. I would like to visit Thailand. Um, oh, Iceland. Oh, I would like to go to Ireland and Scotland and Finland. I'd like to travel. I'd like to just go. <laughs> I'd just like to go. <laughs> what is a life lesson that you wish everyone could learn? Um, I think love yourself. Well, I have loved this part, but we are going to move on from the lightning round. Oh no, more, more, more. Okay. As always, I'm going to end with the same 10 questions that James Lipton asks at the end of Inside the Actors Studio. I'll try not to repeat myself. Michael, are you ready? I am ready. What is your favorite word? Uh, love. What is your least favorite word? Stupid. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Genuineness, genuinity, Genu uh, genuineness. What turns you off? Uh, uh, phoniness. What is your favorite curse word? Motherfucker, cocksucker, bitch. Nice. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? The, 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 the front door when um, someone you love is coming home. What sound or noise do you hate? Um, snoring. Specifically if it's someone you love. <laughs> <laughs> what? <clears throat> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, uh, attempt? So I would not necessarily be successful at it. Uh, I guess attempt. Uh, uh, a, a travel, a, a YouTuber. What profession would you not like to do? Oh, I wouldn't want to uh, be a, uh, uh, one of those ambulance chaser funding. Lawyers? Yeah, lawyer things. Yeah, where, where, where you profit at people's. No. Yeah, no. And finally, Michael, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, uh, welcome. Your parents were wrong. You were coming here all along. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very Thank much, you, Laura. Thanks for coming oh. on. I so appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you. Thanks. I appreciate you.